There we go. Let's do a clap track so Mike doesn't have to go too crazy editing. (laughs) Three, two, one. Excellent. Cool. All right. Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the 1985 Disney film Return to Oz one minute at a time. There are more wheelers, but that didn't seem worth saying again today. I'm Tierney Steele. And I'm Mike Carlucci. And we continue to be joined by... I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Victoria Cope. It's so weird to me. Every time you say that, it's going to blow my mind. (laughs) I'm just looking at you like, who are you? Like, stop it. (laughs) I'm like, I'm sorry, all right? Jeez. Well, we're glad you were able to take some time away from being a fancy schmancy newlywed to talk about Return to Oz with us. Um, Especially since you guys wanted to talk about these wheelers and... I'm just excited someone else wants to talk about them instead of just telling me they're too scary and running away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I wouldn't, have, I don't know if these minutes would have been my first choice, Victoria. So I'm glad I left this up to Oops. you. <laughs> like after watching it from beginning to end, like again, like uh-huh. I'm watching it and I'm all like, no, I think I'm still pretty happy with having the wheeler. The scene. wheelers are pretty great. If I wouldn't Excellent. have got the wheeler scene, I would probably say like, um, <clears throat> the scene with the, the headroom. Oh, that's yeah. freaky. Oh, it's so freaky. I like, I like freaky stuff. I don't know. I think stuff like that's very interesting. It, it, is, it, it is very, conceptually, it's very fascinating. It's like Futurama. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to get Dorothy there. First, we're going to talk about Minute 34, which starts with Wheeler's chasing them down. They've trapped Dorothy and Belina in a dead end on this corridor, and it ends with the Wheeler threatening her through a keyhole. Um, in between, Dorothy opens what I can only assume is the, like, evil entrance to Diagon Alley, the way she's slapping the rocks before. Mm-hmm. Belina tells her, use the key. Uh, that's a key that she found back in Kansas that she was convinced her friends in Oz had sent her, and here it is, unlocking a door in Oz and saving them from the wheelers. It's lucky that she just happened to land in this place where this key just fits this very particular wall <laughs> that she got trapped in front of. Movies are very coincidental a lot of the time. And when we're doing this minute by minute, I'm always like, what are the chances that this would have worked out so nicely? See, that's why I like CinemaSins, because they point out that kind of stuff. And it's all like, oh, like, convenient key is convenient. Let me tell you, though, like, this this stone wall that's secretly a door loves stuff like this. If I could have, like, I'm, I'm always into, like fixtures that don't look like they should open yeah like being secret mm-hmm. passageways and stuff like that's cool to me yeah except i love that there's definitely a keyhole in one of the rocks. oh yeah <laughs> just like right in the middle of the stone a blank rock and then a keyhole in the middle mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that's not suspicious at all well i mean she doesn't notice it it takes the, it takes the, the chicken, chicken. belina mm-hmm. belina to save the day yep saves the day they escape behind this rock wall and then I have a lot of questions about the Wheeler's threats. Because if she comes out, she'll be torn into pieces and thrown into the Deadly Desert. When we already established what happens in the Deadly Desert is that anything alive turns to sand. Huh. So if she's already dead, okay, alright, maybe he's just in a rush. Um, her crime is stealing a lunch pail and having a chicken. Yeah, how dare you have a chicken? Yeah, we have not like, gotten what? any what? reason yet why rocks and wheelers and everyone is down on this chicken. Because she's fantastic. Do we ever get, like, is it 
actually explained. Like, I, I know that that sh- that that Blina has a big part to play in the end of the movie, but I don't understand. I still don't understand why. Well, we do get, and you know, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but I think we did warn people up front. Like, look, the movie's from 1985. We're just gonna talk about stuff. Okay. Um, in the end, we find out that eggs are poison to the big bad. Yeah. But we're never, it is never explained how. Like why? Yes, I was just like, this doesn't, like, just okay. eggs are poison to him. And that's it. That's the, that's the most we ever know. Unless I've like missed something or Mike has the script explained something that got cut out. I, I we kind of get an explanation. We at least get an explanation why it's such a big deal that a chicken is here. But why it's such a big deal that the chicken is there is not... Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> I'm just like chickens. No. Yeah. Um, now the wheelers do go after her, at least in the graphic novel that I've been reading of Ozma Vaz. They do say like, "We're in charge. These are our lunch pail trees, and you took one." Ah. And that's why they're chasing her. But I mean, this is pretty capital punishment for picking a couple lunch pails. How awesome is a lunch pail tree, anyway? Yeah. Like, um, I first had a ham sandwich in it. I want a, I want a lunch pail tree. It's kind of great, right? I, I liked thought, it I, until uh, Mike started saying that how how is the how is it coming up through the roots? Is there like a <laughs> sandwich factory underneath the ground? I was like, Ooh. no, don't ruin it. <laughs> Well, that's how it's got to work. I, I like uh, that. I like this. That's how it's got to work. There's uh... <laughs> a slaughterhouse <laughs> underneath the ground. No, no. The trees are sentient. It's like the Keebler elves making cookies. There's just like... But it's sandwiches. <laughs> but someone's making sandwiches <laughs> and packing like lunch pails. <laughs> the, the lunch pails are even different colors because they ripen. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't get a green one. <laughs> yeah. What would happen if you picked a green one? What would be in there? A baby chicken. A, ba- a baby chicken. It hasn't had time to mature and be cooked yet. No, the, into the a chicken, chicken like, was was glad that there wasn't a fried chicken in the pail. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe some of them are fried chicken. Yeah. Right? So you'd, so you'd get a baby chicken <laughs> to go with the pigs? And does that mean some of them have burgers in them? The burger in one of them. I don't know. Now I'm getting hungry, but <laughs> right. I'll have to be careful. There are certain episodes where when they come out, I'm like, oh, this one makes me hungry. I'm going to wait until after my lunch break to listen to it. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, the uh, happy side of knowing what's coming on my podcast, at least. Um, yeah, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Listen to all the Movies by Minutes podcasts you can get your hands on or that you have time for. There's so many now. Yeah, you can go to moviesbyminutes.com, and you'll be set basically for life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, in our movie, we get a really good look at this wheeler, at least, you know, a keyhole shaped size of his eye. Right. Uh, he has mm-hmm. quite the look going on. What do you guys think? I, uh, I like him. I think he's very, I don't want to say flamboyant. That's not the right word. But he's, there's something very big about his performance. He, he reminds me of very U- UK punk, like Sex Pistols, like mm-hmm. that kind of punk. The, even his voice and the you growl know, and everything. When, when we were watching this before we started this uh, recording for this minute, I, I mentioned that um, you and I, for our weekend edition, we watched a little bit of the Very Potter musical. Yeah. And the guy who plays Voldemort reminds me of this guy. <laughs> 
very heavily. And I think it might just be like the facial features, the very narrow, like the prominent cheekbone. Yeah, just yeah. The, that delivery that is very dramatic and gro- it's not grovelly, but it's like there, there's a lot of air to it. He's like pushing his, his no, words No, he's out. definitely forcing uh, it. Yeah. 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 Tear you limb from limb and then throw you into the desert. No, no, not just the desert. Everything, <laughs> everything is turned up to 11. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, he doesn't look anything, but again, I'm still thinking of Biff every time he says chicken like that. <laughs> I can't help it. Biff they, is a secret wheeler. nothing alike, otherwise they don't look anything alike, but mm-hmm. it's just so in my head. McFly! Chicken! Uh, what are you, and I chicken? have never put it together what the cackles made me think of in the hallway. When, like before she gets behind the door, uh-huh. it's like echoing off those cool columns. And uh, someone mentioned a certain clown of the animation world. <laughs> yeah, it did sound like Krusty the Clown a lot. Which I think is really silly. <laughs> it does. It sounds like Krusty the Clown. If Krusty the Clown like snapped. It sounds like a more demonic version of the Krusty the Clown laugh. A little bit. I was going to say, doesn't he snap sometimes? I'm pretty sure. I mean, he, he kind of does, but... I mean, I've seen that episode, I, I I'm sure. I think um, it makes me think of, uh, who's the, Sideshow Bob. Oh, I love Sideshow yeah. Bob so much. It, it's like, um, it's like Krusty's laugh as delivered by Sideshow Bob. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love it. I love it. Oh, man. Now that's all I can hear. <laughs> um, and then. Kelsey Grammar Minute. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, yes. Oh, it works. It all works. Um, we get our first mention of the Gnome King at the very end of this minute. Although we don't get to hear really anything about him. The Gnome King. would be upset King. about this. Yes. Is, yeah. is the chicken a puppet? Like, in some scenes? Is it, is it like I a think, real chicken? No, I think in some scenes it's real because it's moving around uh-huh. and like and everything. But when it's talking, obviously it's a puppet. Okay. I think I mean, it's both. Yeah. Pretty sure it's both. Yeah. And, and when Feruza Balk is like holding it in a death grip against her chest, I hope it's a pup. No, it's a puppet. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we have a mix. Uh, I forget who was trying to make the argument that maybe they did it all the stop motion with puppets. And I was like, no, some of this is a real chicken. But we don't have Definitely. a background the way I was saying. Actually, I compared it to um, I was so jealous that you guys get to know about the owls that played Hedwig. Oh, yeah. And we don't get to know anything about. The, the chicken. Oh, Belina the chicken. Yeah, Toto, the dog Tansy that plays Toto gets a credit in this movie, but nothing like that for Belina. Huh. Which is surprising considering how much of a role she has in the movie. Right? Yeah, uh, well she has a voice credit and a credit that's just her, but it's gotta be like the puppetry, because it's a guy that did Muppets and all sorts of stuff oh, like sure. that. And was a middle-aged guy at the time. Like I mean, Maybe there was just no ac- acting that, chickens. Like, main puppeteer and then the voice. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would love to know more about these chickens. Cause oh, man. I, Belina is so great. And this, this <laughs> minute perfectly shows why Belina is the best. She is earning her, her keep in this movie. <laughs> Saving the day. Saving the day. Use the key! She's smart. She's clever. She knows what's up. <laughs> I just um, keep listening to the, the laughs as the wheelers come down the hallway. Oh, 
it's so creepy. It's like Becky or Neck going nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, I had never noticed how intricately the columns are carved. I always thought they were plain like the stones in the wall, but there are those supposed to be owls, you think? On them? Let me see if I can find a good shot. Oh. It's, it's a face of some sort, but... Yeah, at second 11 or 12, I guess, um, and 13, you can see, because it's got the two eyes, and that kind of looks like it could be a beak on each column. Yeah, I was thinking that you see them again from the other direction Uh at about second 33 next to her as well uh, after the door closes. And, And I was thinking the same thing. It definitely does look like a face, like with the hollows for the eyes or... Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. They're very detailed. <laughs> I just watched them all run into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I guess wheelers don't have uh, good breaks. They look like when kids are learning how to do hockey stops at figure skating for the first time. Yes, yes, <laughs> they exactly. They all just go sliding in. <laughs> they can't quite stop it, so they hit the wall. and It's like a cat yeah. that skitters across the floor. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. Bambi on ice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the, the ones in the back have enough room to kind of, like, come to a halt. But those guys in the front go right into it. That is great. Mm-hmm. It's like a little touch of kid-friendliness in a not very kid-friendly minute. <laughs> yeah, it's still got kind of, a, I don't want to say whimsy, but it's playful a little bit. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of diminishes so- them. Like, oh, you're not quite as threatening as you might appear to be. Yeah. And they're so colorful when you see them, like, jostling against the wall. Everyone's, mm-hmm. everyone, I think, I, I could be wrong, is slightly different. They all kind of have that suit outfit, but it looks like some yeah. people have green in different places, and some people have, like, orange patches that the eyes They are, are very are colorful. Yeah. And, like and they've, they've been bedazzling. Yeah. You look at second 32, you can see someone had out their little, uh, put in the studs <laughs> in their outfit. I like it. They're stylish. They want to look good. Yeah, I had a bedazzler when I was a kid. Did you? I did. What did you bedazzle? <laughs> um, my pants. You bedazzled your pants? Yeah. The, po- the pockets. Everything. <laughs> right? Just everything. Stuff. All the bedazzling. Oh. I like it. Yeah. I, I didn't have that, but I had many shirts covered in, like, the puff paints, the fabric paints that you would get. Oh, I remember those. Yep. Oh, yeah. That was a big uh, Girl Scout activity, I think. I was in Girl Scout, so yeah, yeah. A lot of puff paints, fabric paints. Yeah. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I never yeah. did Scouts. It was a fun time. I don't know if the Boy Scouts uh, got to have as oh, much fun. but I want to paint. Decorating t-shirts with puff paints. <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like they were learning how to, you know, tie knots and... Actually, just, camp and things like you know, that. yeah, start a fire and like survival skills. That's silly. And here in Girl Scouts, they're you like, let's, sell cookies. let's make yeah, so let's sell cookies yeah. and make and, and design T-shirts and huh, it's very girly. Little- we got to sell popcorn. I mean, Pop- everyone popcorn knows Boy popcorn Whoa. is just as yeah. popular. Whoa, popcorn versus Thin Mints. This argument is yeah. I, I, I don't think I don't think that's a valid argument. Right yeah, there I think Thin Mints are going to win hands down. Yeah, every time. Yeah. Uh, we um, wished we could have sold Thin Mints, too. I mean, uh, who, wants, who wants to buy a big drum of popcorn when you know the other form of scouting is selling delicious cookies? Yes. <laughs> you just have to wait. 
Um, if Starbucks wants to sponsor our podcast, their midnight mint mocha frappuccino is basically bomb. tastes like a liquid it does. mint. It no, it really so does. It's good. so good. This sounds magical. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. Oh. I need one. I hardly ever go to Starbucks, but as soon as they, they announced they were doing that and it tastes like thin mint, I was like, I need to try this. And it does. Yep. So there you go. It's so, yeah. There's one in the building I work in. It's very dangerous. To oh, man. Me. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a little bit of a sellout. But yeah, you know, just in case they're thinking like podcasts are the next place to advertise, I'm available to shill in exchange for <laughs> <laughs> like the little $5 gift cards you get for participating. Yeah. In- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but just just give me some of these uh, these frappuccinos and we'll be, we'll be set. Yeah, set for life. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if I have any other notes for this particular minute. Yeah, because it's mostly that, and then they slam into the wall. Sorry, I'm, like, trying to scan and think at the same time it's not going well. That's how it goes sometimes. I, uh, I like her response when she's like, but I haven't done anything to you. Like, yeah. And and that's when he gets all mad about the, the lunch pail. Which is fair, because it's not like something said, hey, don't pick these. They belong to the, you know? Yeah, like, there was no indication that, that this wasn't allowed. She that way before she even knew there were wheelers. Yeah, exactly. It, it's interesting uh, that you mentioned the uh, the graphic novel um, said that the, the, the wheelers were, like, in charge of the of the lunch pail trees. Because uh, in, the, in, in the version of the script, which is the, the 1984, uh, July 84 version, not quite the shooting script. Uh, but of very, course. very close. Um, the weed wheeler, Podsmar, of course, uh, <laughs> says that no one is allowed to pick a lunch pail without the permission of us wheelers. Hmm. Uh, then he gets into the parts about the chickens. but <laughs> Always back yeah. to the chicken. Yeah, yeah so, that, so they must have looked at, uh, at an earlier version of the, of the story to get, get some of those details. Yeah. Why the wheelers were given domain of trees, which they can't climb or pick or <laughs> open the lunch pails. Uh, yeah, could could they even pick? They don't have hands. How do they eat? Do they have to eat like an animal? I and, guess. Like, and, like, like they don't have hands. Yeah. They There's mu- a lot of questions about these wheelers running around. They're the only creatures we've seen so far in this po- post-apocalyptic landscape. So <laughs> Post-apocalyptic Oz. Yeah. Oh. Mutations. Right. Yeah. I've been playing a lot of Fallout 4 lately, you guys. <laughs> so there you go. Post-apocalyptic <laughs> mutations. There you go. This would be terrifying. If I turned on my game and wheelers came after me, I would turn my game oh, off. Man. <laughs> I'd be done. Oh, man. <laughs> like, this is not okay anymore, you guys. You'd be running down a hallway like Dorothy and Belize. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm just so glad we got the key payoff in this minute. Yeah. Right? There's got, there had to be a reason for that key to be around. Yeah. It just showed up in the middle of the field and she was like, knew that it was from Oz. Actually, until until she's looking at it in this minute, I didn't really notice, like, when she says that the key signified Oz, I didn't understand that the key, the end of the key does look like like OZ. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's round with the little Z pattern on the inside. Which I didn't, I didn't catch that until we see it at, like, the very tail end of this minute. Because it, it looks more distinct in different shots depending on what you're looking at. Yeah. It's well, because it almost just obvious. looks like a it looks it almost just looks like a no symbol, like no parking or no mm-hmm. no wheelers. Um, no ghosts. <laughs> I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I ain't afraid of no. Ghosts. I ain't afraid of no wheelers. 
I'm actually terrified of them. They're <laughs> not, okay, not okay, guys. Nightmare inducing. Oh. <laughs> we'll be okay. It's a long week. Yeah. Like, how? Because you and your and your brother would have been even younger. Was he ever afraid of the wheelers? Like, did this even cross your guys' minds to like not be down for? Uh, no. <laughs> and like the kids on our street, like we all were watching this from really young ages. I think we. We must have started just before we realized how crazy it was, and we just like got caught up in the adventure, and then it just never seemed like an issue. So it was just mm. looking back on it, I really we made questionable choices apparently <laughs> uh, in terms of our in terms of our movies. Uh, I can't oh, so, I loved this movie from a young age. Sorry, go ahead. So th- there is a little more on the uh, the the wiki. About the wheelers. Uh, so, from Ozma of Oz, because uh, it's a, a hybrid of Ozma of Oz and the was the magical land of Oz, marvelous, or marvelous land of Oz. Yeah. Uh, so the description there is. Uh, let's see. Um, afterward, Dorothy found that these odd wheels were made of the same hard substance that our fingernails and toenails <gasps> are composed of. What? Gross. I don't and that they like were born this. in this fashion. It's not okay. It's I don't like okay. this. <laughs> so, yeah. So apparently, the wheels, like, if if trees can suck up pig parts <laughs> and create a ham sandwich, no. <laughs> the wheelers are born with wheel hands and feet, like they are your nails. I will never complain about the squeaky metal wheel sounds again. I know it's part <laughs> of no, them. No, the alternative is worse. This isn't like a costume they're wearing. It's it's their physicality. That's freaky. Yeah, yeah. That makes oh. this even worse, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I think you're right of like, you need to see this before, almost like before you know to be scared of it. Yeah. Because when... Yeah, because again, I, and I saw this when I was really young too, and I was just like, huh, lots of people seem scared of this, but that's just, that's what a wheeler is. What are you guys talking about? I didn't know about this fingernail thing. That might have made a little bit of a difference. <laughs> I think I could have gone without knowing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's in the, that's in the book. That That's not part of the movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. But, but if yeah, this the, is the, a movie's five minutes podcast, the, the... we have to ruin your childhood somehow. It's all right. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. I just had to point out, like, we're just doing our due diligence. <laughs> it is what we're here to do. It's it's the nature of movies by minutes. I I, I was going to say that the uh, there's a there's a for for what it's worth. Spoiler alert: the uh, the headless scene. Ooh. Uh, like I never put together what was happening there until I was watching it as an adult. I was like, that is freaky. Like that should have been. It's an intense scene in the movie. and I'm excited for you guys to get to it because I have so yeah. many questions. <laughs> oh. Uh, it'll be fun. I, I, nope, I'm going to save it. <laughs> I, I was, I was going to say what it reminds me of and why it didn't scare me as much. And I'm like, no, 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 no. That's a really good note for that minute. Don't, don't wait. Don't do it now. You got to save it. It's really hard. But um, I'll just say there's a cartoon that reminded me a lot of the setup for that scene Mm -hmm. and so i think that's why in my mind i was like not as scared because i'd already i'd already kind of seen it if that made sense sure sure and and i was like yeah these things usually work out (laughs) 
um, but yeah, now as an adult watching this, he's like, we'll tear you into pieces. And I'm just like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Pons, buddy, no. When did you become so evil? <laughs> we gotta stop calling him out by name. The poor guy could be listening. <laughs> no. If you're out there, Pons, we're big fans. We really are. Even when I say things like, well, that was an acting choice. And it's just like, no, <laughs> but it's great. <laughs> like, <laughs> he was in Theodore Rex. He was in uh, Disney's Dinosaurs, uh, the sitcom, part of TGIF. <laughs> really? I mean, this is, uh, yeah. Who is he in Dinosaurs? Ponsmar played. Is it um, He played the, the uh, yeah, the that was the, the son, right? The basketball player? Played Robbie? Kid? Was he Robbie or Roy? Um, Roy's his wait. stoner friend. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, man. Stegosaurus. It's been so long since I've seen it. Uh, he played Roy. He played Roy Hess and occasionally Bridget and the Devil. Oh my god, that's so great. I love that show so much. I have all of it on DVD at home. Are you serious? Oh yeah, I I, I was all about TGIF and Dinosaurs was like, I had all the toys, like the, of the baby and that kind of thing. Not the mama. Not the mama, exactly, not the mama. He would hit that guy in the head with a frying pan. I'm like, geez, thank goodness he's a dinosaur and has a hard enough head. Wow. Uh, That show was fun. Yeah, and Gary's just looking at me, shaking his head, like, I don't know what that is. No, I'm like, that's fine. It's, yeah. It's all right. We're older than you. I know, I'm a baby. I'm sorry. Well, and it was one of those where, again, like, the not the mama. You didn't need to watch that show. You just needed to be alive while that show was on. To know at least the reference. You knew that quote. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, because I know I watch it. It's just, I didn't watch it regularly. So he's like, oh, he's this person. And Hess is a joke about the gas station. I'm like, oh, I never put that together. So, yeah, I I don't have very extensive dinosaurs knowledge, but there's a couple people that we were talking about that ended up being on that. So I kind That's of hilarious. like this little, like, it's not an alternative Hollywood world, but it's like all the people who are in all these movies, but you wouldn't necessarily recognize them because they're always playing like bounty hunters or... Aslan, or they've got these crazy makeup, or they're yeah. hidden, or something. Yeah, the, like, it's something else where uh, they're, like, obscured, like, you don't see them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it feels like now, there's really only so many people that are famous for doing the CGI stuff, like Andy Serkis and stuff like that. Doug Jones! But, it, yeah, and, oh, believe me, Doug Jones has come up. But I feel like, back then, there was, like, this whole, like, industry of people yeah. doing that. Yeah! It's really fascinating to see how it all, like, overlaps and intersects. But are we talking about Doug Jones? Yes, go ahead and talk about Doug Jones. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Mac Tonight. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> Mac Tonight? What? So, Mac- McDonald's yeah. did an ad campaign in the late 80s. Yes, with a man featuring that looked like a an moon. anthropomorphic uh-huh. moon. Yeah, yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> That's why he I was like, Mac Tonight? Yeah. All right. That's amazing. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. He was the Silver Surfer. He's the zombie in Hocus Pocus. Yep. Nice. Uh, he's Abe Sapien yep. in um, Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah. He he does. He's going to be in Star Trek Discovery. I did, but I didn't realize he was a. Uh... 
He was Mac tonight. <laughs> he said Mac tonight. So I was like, that's, now you know. a, that's a super obscure reference when you said Mac tonight. That's how I was like, Mac I know. Tonight. You're just like, what? what? <laughs> like, like the McDonald's guy? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I think I still have a. I think in my mom, my, my mom's house with all my old childhood stuff. I think I still have some Mac tonight toys from that's like the awesome. Happy Meals. I have some toys at my parents' house. Definitely at least one of Mac tonight. That's, that's amazing. So funny. <laughs> Oh, Mike, when you do the summary of this episode, there better be a mention of the fact that Doug Jones came up again. (laughs) (laughs) He is like the phantom of this podcast. You don't think Doug Jones is going to come up multiple times, but somehow he always appears. (laughs) I'm not not surprised, honestly. He he seems like the kind of guy that would be... That, that would come up in, in these conversations just because of the... I, I had to, like, satiate my curiosity about the whole dinosaurs thing. Oh, what'd you do? <laughs> I, had, you, I had to you... look... I had to remember who Roy was. I'm like, I don't quite remember who Roy is. Roy is the Tyrannosaurus Rex that was the best friend of the main character of dinosaurs. Like you're you're pointing at me like that's gonna mean something to me. I know, it me. doesn't mean nothing oh. to me. But you're the only person here. <laughs> but he only uh, he did he did the body and someone else controlled the arms oh. and someone else provided the voice so like I, yeah literally each dinosaur is like three four people or something and all those yeah. big puppeteering things it's amazing they're they're feats of incredible ingenuity it's a, it's a different type of it's a different skill you know? yeah that's why I like Muppets and that yeah. kind of stuff like you know it's very interesting yeah yeah and like we said being a wheeler is its own special type of skill because you're performing like you're not just acting and delivering lines and looking the part like your whole performance is shaped by the fact that like you're bent over like yeah that and moving that way and yeah i think they're killing it i think it's really great i also totally get as like the cackles echo off the corridor why mm-hmm. people were not okay with this <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine hearing this and like seeing this in like a theater or something and just like the echo, the way it echoes, like in that big open space. Oh, that would be chilling. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude, find, I find a way to do this. I don't know anyone who saw it on the big screen because it, it, it'd be such a like specific subset. Yeah. Of like you'd have to be the right exact age to go for it. Did Thomas see it in theaters or did he see it? Do you remember, Mike, if he said? Sorry. I don't remember if he said. Okay. I know he talked, you know, you can even know this out if you know. Because I know he talked about, like, when he first saw it, and now I'm completely blanking. Oh, no, I'm definitely going to leave this, leave at least part of this in, because he's not on until later. People who are are keeping their eyes on the Movie by Minutes community, I've seen Thomas around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Did you even know this? Uh, I did find I found one more Wheeler while I was looking through the IMDb again, because the Wheelers start with Pons Mar, but John Alexander, who played the Cowardly Lion, he has a second credit of playing a Wheeler. Oh, okay. So, I mean, the Cowardly Lion looks like a, I mean, obviously, even though it looks like a lion, they did not get a lion. Uh, so I don't know if he was in the lion suit. And in the, well, I, hope the so. I, I hope so. I hope so. Questions about that lion, <laughs> or he puppeteered. Uh, oh no, maybe he was. Maybe he was in it because it looks like he plays character. Oh wait, no, he played Mighty Joe Young. He played a gorilla. He must do. Yeah. He played he a mime artist, in it. circus performer. Yeah, he must have been in the suit. 
Oh my god. That's Stickler amazing. For the long haul. We have a long time until we see the Cowardly Lion, but I guarantee you it is worth it. <laughs> we are going to have so much to discuss in that minute. Awesome. Because, that's awesome. yeah, that's a, that is a character. That is a giant <laughs> puppet or costume or whatever is going on there. So. That'll be great. Yeah, I... I think I'm good for this minute, though, unless anyone, unless I've missed anything. I think I'm good. Victoria, how do you feel? I think I'm good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, um, <laughs> do you want to do kind of like abbreviated plugs since, you know, want to get your guy's name out there as yeah. much as you can? <laughs> well, you can find us on, on Facebook or Twitter. We've got Harry Potter Minute and HP Minute on both of those or uh ferris bueller's minute off on facebook and bueller minute on twitter for the ferris bueller show uh those are usually the best place actually the facebook groups are probably the easiest way to get in touch with us Uh, we tend to be on there a little bit more active than our other social media platforms but find us follow us and uh join us for our shows too Uh, if you want to find our show on twitter we're at oz minute because we also didn't think the whole name was gonna fit in a twitter handle (laughs) um and mike you want to tell them where else they can find us if they are so inclined sure we are on facebook at oz minute as well and we have a listeners page uh return to oz minute and the listeners flying sofa you can join us in the sofa post about doug jones or your favorite lunchbox <laughs> yeah or how many pigs you planted before the trees started to grow bacon oh! <laughs> i like this Oh boy! Now, there's a whole other layer now. Now we're we're planting the animals for the trees to harvest. Yeah, <laughs> this is not right for the record. <laughs> I, it's oh, worth boy. it for lunch pail trees. Yeah, I mean it did look like a good lunch. Mm-hmm. The sacrifices we must make for 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 good food. Oh boy! <laughs> Where do you think lunchables come from? Ooh. Oh my god. Not trees, but oh my god, if there had been a Lunchable tree when I was a kid. Oh my god. <laughs> the wheelers would be after me in two seconds. I'd be like, these are all mine? Mm-hmm. Just run away with your arms full um, of Lunchables. Yes! <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Oh, it's still not fried chicken, so that's okay. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Alright, um, I guess I will Start us off with the magic words. Weog. Teog. Peog. <laughs> I'm having a lot of fun, you guys. This is great.